Are you underutilizing one of the most powerful restaurant marketing tools on the planet? What do 92 million monthly Yelp searchers see when they land on your page? Is your content accurate and attention grabbing? Are you using every conversion tool possible to set yourself apart? Yelp is here to help. Go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash profile to sign up for a one-on-one with a specialist that will review your Yelp page and share tips to help you stand out. Again, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash profile to supercharge your Yelp page today. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Koble, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with famed marketer Matt Platt, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million-dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Join us daily to get a marketing tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today we're going to talk about how to build a gigantic database from Facebook and Instagram organic and paid campaigns. That was a mouthful. That was. So the biggest problem a lot of businesses have, and I'll say restaurants have, but all businesses have it, I don't want to pick on restaurants, is that they look for their marketing to drive sales. I have a saying I like to say, spend money to build, not to sell. It's kind of the opposite of what you expect. You run an advertisement on Facebook, you do organic posts on Facebook. Your goal is to get people to buy food from you, buy something from your business. My thought process is different. If every time you market, you sell, you're skipping a key area and that is building a database. And if instead you say, okay, I'm gonna put this Facebook post up and this this goal is for me to get somebody to take an action that requires them to give me their info to progress to the next step, well, then you don't have to spend money to get that person's attention in the future or even organic efforts. If you spend to build, and I say spend, I mean your effort and your time and your money maybe if it's paid ads. But if you take that step, now all of a sudden, everything you're doing is building a database. Then you use that database to drive sales. Now, one of the great ways here with regards to getting organic is contests. We use a tool in Facebook and it's actually rolling out right now as we speak in May, 2021, is a comment growth tool. Meaning that when somebody comments on a Facebook post, if you have it hooked up correctly in Messenger, you can have it fire back an automated comment. For example, hey, I guess how many pieces of pepperoni are on this pizza for a chance to win a $25 gift card. We had a client the other day, did one with Brussels sprouts. There's a giant jar at a healthy restaurant, had a huge jar and said, guest number of Brussels sprouts in here and somebody's going to get to eat a lot of them with a $100 gift card. It had 600 people within like four hours guest on the post. It's real simple. You're guessing a number. But what happened next is the magic. We have it turned on in Messenger to start an automated conversation. Hey, Josh, thanks for guesting our contest. By the way, if you'd like to get a amazing VIP offer in the future or get the inside track on stuff going on, whatever your call to action is, answer three questions, name, phone number, email, and it just goes right down the line. You can do that a lot of ways. It doesn't have to be a Facebook post. It could be a link into a website and a landing page. But at the end of the day, if you structure your call to action around not giving somebody a coupon or a special or an offer, but giving them a way to give you information to get that then that's how you build a huge database. So for all of the people listening, I would assume most of these folks are working 80 to 100 hours a week. They hear you talk about this stuff and they say, hey man, that's great for everybody else. But like, I'm a restaurateur. I don't really have time for this stuff. 
How difficult is it to pull these things off? And does it have more to do with the time that you put into it or the tools that you use? I think it's a delicate balance. I think it's probably 50-50. And you're right. We all are busy. Me, for example, I don't mow the grass at my house. Like I showed you the desk of my office from construction. I've got cleaning crews coming tomorrow to clean it. Could I wipe my desk off? Yeah, but there's also 30 more. So it comes down to your time and the value of that output or what it's worth. My time, a lot of times I look at stuff and go, okay, could I probably do this task? Yes, it's going to take me two days, but okay, I pay somebody to do it for me. So if I'm a restaurant and I'm a restaurant, I'll say this, that's doing, I'd say when you get to that six, $700,000 a year in sales or more, you should have enough of a budget to be able to hire people to do some of these advanced things for you. Now, if you're below that, you know what? Grab a book, go to YouTube. The great thing about it is there's a lot of places to learn. And if you can become a master at a few little tasks like that, you can do it on yourself and save you some money. And maybe when you get to a point, then you can say, okay, it's worth paying somebody 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, $2,000 to do this task because my time, I can make more money than that with that time. So assuming we have aspiring restaurateurs listening, when do they do this? Do they do this before they open the restaurant or after it's open? So I'm a fan of about 90 days ahead of time to start marketing and building that database. And it's funny you ask that. We just got called today. One of our clients opens a restaurant this Friday, but they're also opening one the first week of July and then one in August. Well, the one this Friday, we're going to go ahead and launch a three-week coming soon because we don't want to market that they're open this Friday because they aren't ready. You know, shortages right now, they coming out of COVID. But at the same time, anyways, if you're opening a restaurant, the last thing you want to do is tell people, hey, come this Friday, we open and say, give your training fireman. You're, it's like putting your employees right in the firing squad. So what we'll do is we always tell our clients, let's not tell people you're open until 14 days after. So we're going to run a contest to win a free item for a year. That's a place called Cup Bop. And they're going to have a chance to win a Cup Bop, 52 of them. Register, here's how you register. And then two weeks after they open, which I think is around June 2nd or 3rd, we'll then announce, we're open you didn't win. Here's who won, but here's your chance to win anyways. Here's an offer to come see us. And then we'll drive them with a text and an email to the restaurant. The one we've got opening in early July, we like to be six weeks out and we'll do a countdown. Six weeks out, five weeks out, four weeks out, three weeks out. When we get to two weeks, we typically change the verbiage from three weeks to a few. Because as you know, things happen. A hood doesn't get approved. Something has to happen. I had a client had to pull a hood off and rewrap it with something, which was about my pay grade. But by putting that few, we now all of a sudden can go from three to two to two to two to one to next week. Last question for you. In terms of contests, if somebody was looking for ideation or ideas on the best way to create a contest, can you think of notable examples or is there a resource that they could use to help come up with creative examples for contests? So I like to do contests for a couple of reasons. Number one, on social media, they get a lot of engagement. We had a restaurant recently, Black Rock Bar and Grill in Grand Rapids, 6,600 comments on a Facebook post in three days, 6,600. Like think about that. Not five, like their typical post gets three, four and five. It went viral for a formula we put behind it. It went 10 times better than it should have, to be quite honest with you, but it went viral. The contest was simple. It was their logo glass on the jar, on a counter of their bar with some good background and said, we want to give away a $25 gift card. And it was a message behind it, some fancy wordage and stuff. I don't write, our copywriters do. But at the end of the day, it was guess how many candies are in the jar. It wasn't hard. 
there was actually a beer stein, but it wasn't hard to do it. It included everybody. But what we did, which was unique, which got this thing viral, was we sent an email and a text message to 800 very specific people in their database that we knew were early adopters and people that act are active in their brand. They went to Facebook and guessed right away. When that happened, Facebook's algorithm went, oh, hey, crap, let's find a bunch of these people. And they went out and found a bunch. But if you're asking about contests, I typically like to tie it in with the brand somehow. The candy in a jar is easy. The one client I love did Brussels sprouts. They are a healthy eating concept. We've got a client coming up in a couple of weeks. They want to highlight their craft beer menu and they want to highlight their growlers now they have. So we actually have a giant fishbowl because they also do margaritas and these fishbowls. But we got a giant fishbowl filled with craft beer bottle caps. And the contest is comment below. You can do two things. There'll be two different contests. One's going to be guest number of beer caps. The other one's going to be comment below your favorite craft beer because we're going to run an A-B test that we have on tap. Which beer do we have on tap that you love for a chance to win this prize? And it's going to be like a 50 or or $100 gift card. It's going to highlight growlers and all that stuff. But things that give people to guess work great. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.